0: How does healing and worship connect? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, worship teams, leaders, and friends, what is up? Thank you so much again for subscribing to the WTT Worship Team Training, that is, podcast, and for your awesome support and attention. Thank you also for visiting worshipteamtraining.com, and be sure to check out Worship Team Training University at wttu.co. You can catch all of the postings on worshipteamtraining.com, our events, our workshops, our mentoring. Be sure to catch Worship Team Training on Instagram, Watch our shows on our Facebook page on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. That's facebook.com slash worship team Training, And follow our Bible highlights on YouVersion, Worship Team Training, Brandon Dempsey. Run a search on that intersect and follow us on snapchat and twitter our address is at worship capital t capital t that's at worship tt and be sure to sign up for the monday morning digest at worshipteentraining.com the homepage pop up just put in your email address right there and receive the newsletter monday morning digest every monday right to your inbox here is your word of the week heal what is its definition? Well, according to my Mac dictionary, it says, of a personal or treatment cause a wound injury or person to become sound, to become healthy again. It also means to alleviate distress or anguish from an undesirable situation. Here's your verse of the week. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, for, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. That comes from Psalms 103, verses 2 through 3. That is one of my favorite, favorite scripture verses uh, because I'm often reminded of the way God causes healing in my life, both Well, all three, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And because I'm healed by him, then why would I not want to return praise to him, right? Why would I not want to respond and worship in gratitude for what he's done? Our worship team training leaders know that God brings healing that causes the soul to worship, praise, and rejoice. What has the healer done to make you sing? That's my question. Now, I address these topics every Monday in our Monday morning worship Bible study that's found in our university program. We meet at 8 a.m. Central, and I talk about the whole reality of stepping into life daily with God not just every Sunday, but even daily in those moments, especially daily in each moment. We need the healer. We need the one who's brought salvation to us, the one in whom we rejoice, Jesus Christ. As we step into life daily with him in and out, we find freedom, we find forgiveness, we find healing, we find restoration. So how do you worship and sing in times of hurt? We are living in among the most weirdest, craziest times ever. And it's hard to even fathom, especially for someone who doesn't know Jesus, who does not have a relationship with God. How can we be how can one be joyful in the sink in such a terrible world? I remember my wife was asking me that same question. Why does the world have to be so terrible? My boys have asked that same question. And the only answer I keep coming back to is that we live in a fallen world. We live in a world that is marred by sin. Uh, it's out of our control. And this just goes back to the fall of Adam and Eve. So how do we deal with that? It's a great and hard question that I'm not qualified to answer except to say of what God has done in my life, to proclaim his word, and to know that I am healed because of his stripes. So why would healing turn us to worship God? Now, our worship team training leaders are effective Leaders, They are highly effective leaders and the ones that know what God has done in their life to heal them. And how do they translate that in worship? How do you engage your church in worship and to talk about healing, to pray about healing, to pray for healing, to pray and rejoice from God's healing? So here we go. Point number one, healing and God. And this very season, we step into Holy Week. Now, our verse right here, Isaiah 53, 5, says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. When I think of that scripture verse, I think of the song, Forever We Sing Hallelujah and also Scandal of Grace, because it's through those wounds he was crushed for us, and because of that we are healed. And this is what we have in Jesus. And as we think about this week that we're walking into, what significance does it have for you? When you think about the life of Jesus, when you think about your song sets and planning for Easter, planning for Good Friday, maybe you do a Monday, Thursday service. Maybe you've been doing services for Lent. Well, not services for Lent, but services through Lent is what I mean. You get the idea. But what causes your heart to sing and rejoice knowing that through those crushing moments and the crushing times of Jesus can't be compared to what we go through daily? But yet even what we go through daily, he – scripture says in the Psalms, he daily bears our burdens. Praise be to God for that, that we have life in Jesus, that we are not alone. This is where we find our healing in God. And I believe as leaders, we need to talk and pray and sing about these realities to our people to remind them of our hope, remind them of the healing that God has done. Point number two, healing in worship. Now check this out coming out of Jeremiah 17, 14. Jeremiah says, heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. So that is a declaration. It is it's almost as if he is uh, reciting a doxology here. of of praise, to basis praise and he's giving worth to God and he's saying this is why I will praise you because you heal me, because you save me. How often do you recite that same type of imagery and reality of truth when you worship, when you're being led in worship, when you're just praying, or maybe you're just going throughout your day and this has nothing to do with the worship service, but you're just going through your time of work, your time of service. It's very, very difficult when we have hard days or when we're need in need of physical healing and maybe i mean we're walking out of flu season and i know i thankfully i did not experience the flu neither my family but we did get sick from time to time and yeah it's difficult when you're not feeling good man it is so hard to just function day to day but when we think about praise do we also get tired? I mean, physically it's okay, but spiritually, I know spiritually I'm crying out for God's healing, and I'm I'm wanting desperately for the Lord to restore my body so I can give him praise. Luke 5.25, we read this about Jesus. It says, in the gospel, immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on and went home praising God. This is after Jesus healed the lame man. Immediately it says he stood up and then he went home praising God. Now what I find about that is that there is an action that's involved. When God, Jesus comes to heal, then once that Recipient receives grace and healing They act upon it The question is when do we also act Upon God's healing And return him praise or is it just an afterthought how many times is it that maybe you've been praying for something to come through and you've been praying 10 20 50 times and then when it finally does come through you may not even acknowledge god a thanks or maybe it's just once or twice you just say oh okay uh hey god thank you for working this out and then you move on but what about all the prayers that you prayed before then about god will you please do this and now once he's done it we don't have 50 thank yous we just have one or two thank yous isn't that isn't that relative to the 10 that were healed and only one came back praising god i mean look Worshipper, friend, this is just human. I I believe that that is in the Bible to describe our own humanity and our own frailty. Remind us that we do need a Jesus, uh, that we do need – I don't mean to say a Jesus, sorry. But that we need Jesus, that we need to be thankful, and we need to exhibit and return praise to him for what he's done. And not just be one of the nine, but to be the very one – that he has forgiven that he's rescued and we are that one out of the ten that we say thank you and our prayer is that we as a church Can help all our people be ten, and not just one person. This is what I share in our workshops that we do on Friday and Saturday with worship teams about extending the love, about healing. When we're leading worship, you never know who's coming from in those doors. You never know where they came where they came from. I mentioned this last week in our Word of the Week segment, and I talked a little bit about it also in our Tuesday show. That it's it's imperative that we tailor our worship services. For those that are searching for the Savior, those that are in need of his healing. And I, I say that delicately because I know that everybody's church and services are geared differently. But I think the one thing that we find commonality that I hope that we find commonality on is that Jesus Christ is Lord, He is Savior, He's the one who is our rescue, Restorer, and Forgiver and eternal life. Point number three, healing into community. Now, recently in the news, you may have been hearing about the Austin bombings. There's been packages left on people's doorsteps, and uh, tripwire uh, would just – they've killed many uh, innocent people. And that's a community right now that is hurting. What about your community? Maybe it, they haven't suffered a loss that bad. Maybe uh, they've been through something worse. But what have you done as a church? What have you done as a worship team to extend that healing and that love of Jesus to them. Because once we do, we find that there is rejoicing. Like in Luke 17, 15. It says, one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. And then also, we hear a personal plea of Emotional of spiritual need of healing. The psalmist says, I said, Have mercy on me, Lord, Help, heal me, for I have sinned against you. Now, this is something that Cries from the soul, and I think that out of that cry turns to praise and turns to faith and turns to worship. And this is what we share often at our university site, where we talk on our Tuesday shows, our Thursday trainings, our webinars, and everything else that we do, that it is themed of giving God a response of praise. God calls us to worship, healing calls us to God. How are you responding? Hey guys, we want to have you share this podcast with your friends and we invite you as we move forward through this Holy Week to take part in our Tuesday shows that are at 11 a.m. Central like this coming Tuesday. And also check out what we have at worshipteentraining.com. And you know what? We're running a special between now and Easter in our university program. That's wttu.co. If you go to the website and this link slash enroll, so the whole link is wttu.co slash enroll, Enroll, E-N-R-O-L-L, you'll get 25% off. Or if you want, email me. That's Brandon B-R-A-N-O-N, at W-T-T-U C-O. And just say, save 25% and we'll give it to you. No big deal. But we pray that you take advantage of these offers because we are not just about putting out content, podcasts. Cool graphics or whatever Just to uh, be of some sort of entertainment But we are here to fully equip you As a worship leader And as a worship team And to go farther in your growth Because you deserve it With responding to the calling God's place in your life Your church deserves it Because God's called you to minister to them So hey, friend Do you want more? We invite you then to check out Worshipteamtraining.com And our university program WTTU.CO And we humbly ask also, if you like this podcast and you're listening by iTunes or iHeartRadio, will you give us a five-star rating? Better yet, share this podcast with a friend. We hope that you're encouraged to be transformed for the leading of worship. I'm Brandon Dempsey, worshipteentraining.com, and Worship Team Training University. And remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just like God transformed the way you live life and the way that you lead worship. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on WorshipTeamTraining.com.